Assalamu alaikum, my dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Al Hadi Youth The Breakdown. Today I'm joined by Miqdad Versi, and we are discussing the topic of moon sighting in Islam. You know, discussing the key question why is Eid for one set of Shia Muslims who follow one marja on a different day to those who follow another marja? We discussed the two main considerations that Shia scholars use when determining the start of a month, so the start of Shawwal for Eid, and that is how to sight the moon and also where to sight the moon. And we discussed the opinions of mainstream Shia scholars, such as the likes of uh, Ayatollah Sayyid Sistani, Ayatollah Sayyid Khamenei, um, Ayatollah Sayyid Khoui, and also uh, the late Ayatollah Sayyid Fadlullah. Um, this was a really interesting podcast and really enjoyable podcast, so do stick around to listen. Um, in my discussion with Mithad, um, we did um, have a have a, a map of, of the world open showing the moon sighting and, and and how the moon can be sighted in various regions. Um, so if you can, please do watch this podcast on our YouTube channel so you can see the map. Uh, if not, then if you're listening by Anchor or, or on your uh, Apple podcast or Spotify, do log on to moonsighting.com and you can see a map of, of the moon sighting and exactly what we're talking about. Um, please do please do stick around and I really hope you enjoy the podcast. So Mikdad, um we're discussing moon sighting. Um, Eid is obviously coming up and at the end of Ramadan, you know, everyone always has that question, oh, when's, when's Eid? I follow Sayyid Sistani. Oh, I don't follow Sayyid Sistani. When's my Eid? Um, so I guess just, just to kick off the discussion, um, a, a, a brief, brief sort of mention, we could just talk about how actually is, is the start of a month calculated? What do we, what do we need to know? Because obviously it's not, it's not on a, on a solar calendar like we have um, January, February, March. It's, it's, it's the lunar calendar. So what exactly do we need to look out for? Correct. So in, in principle, it's all about the moon being sighted. Now, what does moon being sighted mean? Yeah. Um, and that's the difficult question that we have to get to. Obviously, at the time of the Prophet, وسلم, they'd have to go out, they'd look at the moon, and on the basis of that, the next day would be Eid or the next month. Yeah. Very simple. We have a slightly more challenging situation right now where people can look for the moon with an optical aid with a telescope, or even using calculations. So yeah. there's a question of which of those you use. And then there's a question of where is it seen? Is it just your local area if we're in the UK? Or could you rely on a sighting that was made in um, America, in San Diego, for example? So mm. those are the key questions that we have to grapple with. What does it mean to see? Does it mean with your eye, with the naked eye, or it just needs to be sightable in the calculations? And where does it need to be seen? Those are the questions that we have to get to. And different scholars through the ages have come up with different rulings on this. Yep. So Ayatollah um, Khoi in the past has talked about the fact that if the moon is sightable, um, and, and there are there is some nuance on that, but if it, the moon is sightable in any place of the world that shares the night with you, because it's got this idea of a single unity of horizons, any place that shares the night with you, then you can follow it. So, for example, if the moon was sighted in San Diego um, on Monday night at the beginning of this month, then Tuesday would be the first of Ramadan, for example. And that, that would be Ayatollah Khoi's view. Ayatollah Sistani's view is that doesn't work. He doesn't think that you can rely on a, on a sighting that takes place so far away where it is not. Um, his view is that only a sighting in a place whereby if it is sighted there, it would mean it would be sighted here would would be reliable uh, would be relied upon so yeah. it, for him it's it's 
I mean, it's slightly more complicated, but it, it, to summarize, to, to make it very simple, it's almost like a local thinking. Yeah. So local versus global. I mean, it's not actually like that because there's a, a, a curve and there's, there's some complications there, but let's not get into that right now. So, yeah. so, so that's an example. Ayatollah Khamenei, for example, um, it has a very similar ruling to Ayatollah Sistani, but he allows the sighting to be with an optical aid, with a telescope or binoculars, which Ayatollah Sistani does not allow. Uh, so, so you have all of these different, and then you have others like Ayatollah Fadullah, the late Ayatollah Fadullah, whose view was that actually it's very similar to Ayatollah Khoi's view, but he allows full calculations. Yeah. Um, and so that means that, for example, if the moon was possible to be sighted in the Polynesian islands, even though we don't know anybody in the Polynesian islands, that would be sufficient if we share the night with the Polynesian islands. Um, there are questions of what share the night really means, um, but in principle, there are two points to note on this. The first point is that um, if you uh, if your Maghrib time uh, is 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 before the Fajr time of somewhere else, then you share the night because that, that that's mm -hmm. how it would work. Now. There's one scholar, Adil Wahid Khurasan, if I'm not mistaken, who says that it's not about just sharing part of the night. He says you have to share the majority of the night with the, that place. Um, so again, that's that's an, another um, complication that's there. So if you see, if you summarize all of that, in the key outcome is a local sighting, either with your naked eye with binoculars or with an optical aid, or a global sighting, either with naked eye or optical aid, or alternatively fully with calculations. And so that's that's the lay of the land as it as it stays right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know we, we we were sort of we were sort of speaking, weren't we? And and there are sort of when we're looking for for the sighting of the moon, there's there's two aspects to it, and you've mentioned um, both of them um, just now. There's the the sighting of the moon number one, then there's the where to sight the moon number two. So I mean, if we could just focus on the first one for now, and I I understand that it's it's obviously quite a, a complex topic with scholars with various opinions and so and they they all differ with each other so um i thought if we could just maybe take it step by step and really really break it down simply for, for everyone to understand um you know we, we know that there's the the, the sort of the uh, four main methods of sighting the moon we, we could say um so so i mean i mean i'll, I'll just um just just talk about them briefly and then would you mind just 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 adding adding some 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 in i mean so I guess number one, we've got birth of the crescent. So you mentioned, you know, you know, we can use science. So now we live in the 21st century. We know when a crescent will be born and we know exactly the second it will be born. Um, obviously, they didn't have that at the time of the prophet. So if you know when a crescent will be born in the location it will be born, is that suitable to determine that that, that crescent is born? And, and it's the start of the month. That's sort of, that's sort of number one. Um, number two is, as you mentioned, the possibility of a site. So we know when the crescent is going to be born, but we also have to somewhere be able to see the crescent. And I guess that's not the same as actually seeing the crescent, but it's the case of, oh, it, it, is, it is able to be seen somewhere. Um, number three is sighting the crescent. I guess, and that's merely sighting, so with any means necessary. So using a telescope, for example. Um, and then number four, which is, I suppose, if, if, if we're going through this, in, in one is sort of the easiest to cite, the most likely to cite, the, the day Eid will be first. And number four, which is you have to cite the moon with your naked eye. So no optical aid. You have to physically see it. That would obviously be the hardest way to cite the moon. And I suppose Eid would be the last day, I guess you could say. Is that right? 
Yes, but based on this um, on the specific sighting um, part of the, the axis, not not where you see it, but, but but how it's seen. Then yes, that's exactly right. And, and look, this is all based on the Quranic, uh, the, the, the the hadith which talk about the man shahida. Um, so so it, it, the term is shahida, but whoever um, um, witnesses the the, the the month. And this is where what, what witnesses mean. And, and there there are two ways to think about this, right? Is it was the intent behind um, all of this that um, the moon has to be actually sighted or yep. could it be sighted? And that's why all these scholars have different views. At the moment, as far as my understanding goes, within the Shia Madhab at least, I think Ismailis are different, within the Shia Nashri Madhab at least, um, nobody follows the first one, as in um, the idea of the birth of the moon being sufficient. Yeah. I think it's some Ismailis do, um, but but on the on the Shia Nashri side, I'm not aware of any major scholar, and I may be wrong, but, but as far as I'm aware, and I'm, I'm relatively well read on this, I, I'm not aware of anyone um, uh, very very senior, at least, who, who has taken that opinion that that it's the birth of the moon. When it comes to the actual um, sightability, now this is what's really interesting, right? Because all the scholars agree that if you have certainty in calculations, then you can be in a, a, what they call itmitnan, right? Which is Close to certainty. It's not actually certainty. It's it's highly probable um, that, and you're confident with it. Then you can rely on that. They're, all of the scholars say that. Now the question really comes as to what that means, though. And the citability is a very complicated thing, and there's a complicated science behind it. So there are lots of these scholars who try to look at this, and they, they, they're these curves. If you look at, there are lots of them. But one example is Moonsighting.com. Okay, if you can go there, you can see they 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 look at the moon's elongation and, and the, the the how um, how many degrees above the horizon the moon is, how old the moon is, and what the uh, elongation and another criteria. And from that, they they can infer how likely it is that the moon might be sightable. And what they do is not only create those calculations, those curves with these different colors to show how likely it is to see it in each area. Not only do they do that, they then validate that method by sightings. So they have um, about 20, 30 different, no, more than that, 50 different locations across the globe. I'm making up a number, but like a, lot, a very large, dozens of locations across the globe. And they have teams of people in each of those areas um, who have, who every single month, not just in the month of Ramadan show up, right? But throughout the year, they go out to see the moon and they come back and they tell them, I saw it, I didn't see it, et cetera. So every, and, and they've got all the history of this person in this location has said, said they saw the moon. And what you notice is that it is very, very, very aligned to their curves. It's not perfect. I mean, the, the whole thing is, it's, but it's it's very, very well aligned. So it yeah. is a very good indication. So, you, so this citability is definitely something that's not just a random science. It's a, it's a relatively well developed science. It's not perfect, nothing's perfect, but especially if you're in the, the green or blue areas in, in that moon site in the com, you can be pretty confident that the moon's there to be seen. Yeah. Now, that's the second area. Now, if you want to go into the, 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 the third area, which you, when you start thinking about optical aids, so what Ayatollah Khamenei, so the, sorry, the one that I talked about just earlier, about sightability and using these curves, I, the late Ayatollah Fadlullah used that. That was his, his main thing. And you can look at um, a book that one of his students wrote called Qubut al-Hilal, which, which shows and explains all the rationale behind it. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, Again, we can go through that if someone's really interested, but, but that's that. So the, th the third area is with an optical aid, right? And that's Ayatollah Khamenei's view. He says that, look, the key point is that the hadith is talking about whoever sees the moon. It doesn't say sees with the naked eye. It's a sees. Yeah. So sees can be anything. It could be with a, with a telescope, with a binoculars, and whatever. So, so from that, he infers that any optical aid is fine. 
And then you have the, the, the one which actually is probably the most common opinion now, uh, which is Ayatollah Sistani's opinion, which probably wasn't the most common opinion at Ayatollah Khuyi's time because Ayatollah Khuyi was such a big scholar that many, you know, gravitated towards him. Now, obviously, Ayatollah Sistani is the biggest scholar in the world, in the Shia world. So, and, and his view is very strong on, 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 on being very different to Ayatollah Khuyi in saying that actually um, the, the moon should be, si si I mean, sorry, there are different views on what Ayatollah Khuyi's view is on this actually in terms of whether you can actually use calculations or not but let's put that aside for now but I think Stani's view is is, is which, which being the most common over here uh, is is that it has to be seen with, with, with the naked eye or, or the majority of people understand that to be his rule now let me just add a few nuances here which, which make it a bit more complicated as, as nothing is simple there have been uh, regardless of whether um, even Ayatollah Sistani's view for example that you have to see the moon um, all of everyone agrees if two just people sight the moon yeah. and you, you rely on it, you can rely on that sighting. Yeah. And similarly, if one person who you have great trust in sees the moon on thicker, then, then, then that can count as well. Now, there is a nuance which is really, really important. And that is how much do you have to rely and know these two people to rely on that sighting? Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is where it becomes complicated. Um, so that's a lot of different criteria. The first thing is, most scholars, and I think and Ayatollah Sistani is one of them, will say if it is impossible to be seen, and two people say they've seen it. So let's say, for example, Saudi Arabia often says they've seen the moon when really it's impossible for it to be seen. And all the calculations from everywhere say that the moon's not even there to be seen. Okay. Yeah. But if two people claim to see it, should you rely on them? Ayatollah Sistani says no. So you can use calculations in that sense to say that those sightings are not reliable. So that's the first thing to know. Um, and the second thing to know is. How much do you have to rely on these, know these people to, to make that sighting? And this is where the, the real difficulty comes. Because yeah. in the last few years, there have been a number of occasions where the moon has been sighted in South America yep. by people there. But people in the UK, some people know those people and are happy to rely on that sighting. And some people don't know those people and aren't willing to rely on those sightings. And they both follow Ayatollah Khoi, So, for example, right? So they're all basing on, on actual sighting of the moon. That's what their view is. But they believe it can be cited anywhere, and but 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 they don't. And so the question comes, you know, how much do you have to know these people to be able to come to that conclusion? And the reality is that when it comes to two people who see it, as long as they're not people who are known to be, you know, who are known to have done bad things, as long as you can be comfortable with that, that's fine. The big point here is that it nan, as in confidence, being sure of the site moon actually having been sighted, is a sufficient criteria. So even if those two people, if they're five people, 20 people, but you gain the none, then you're fine. Now, and the final thing, which actually was really important this year in San Diego at the beginning of the month, was what happens if you have contradictory information? Yep. Okay. Now, this is really, really important. So in 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 fit, in Rasul fit, there's something called ta'aru, this idea of contradiction. If two things contradict one another, they both fall and don't have any weight in, weight of evidence. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what do you do in that situation where you have contradictory information? The, the real question is, do you ever have contradictory information? So in the beginning of San Diego, in San Diego, there were a lot of people who saw the moon, but there were two or three where people were quite confident that, that they happened, okay, because they trusted them and whatever. Um, and in San Diego, there was a, a number of people who saw it just with the naked eye, but there were some people who, who said, we couldn't see it with the naked eye, but we could see it with binoculars, mm -hmm. okay? Now, some people inferred from that 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 was contradictory. 
that some people said they couldn't see it with the naked eye, and some people said they could see it with the naked eye, and therefore the contradictory she shouldn't rely on any of them, right? I think that that's that's one view. An alternative perspective is that actually you can't really deal with contradictions in that way. They're not contradictory. Because if you're in another location with slightly different lighting and slightly different eyesight, you may yeah. not be able to see it. It doesn't mean that the moon isn't there to be seen. You just might, there might be a, a, a light which comes in the way, which means that you can't see it. It might be that, you know, there's an angle of something that you got. So just because even if you're in, you know, two streets different from someone else, it, it, there could be a very good reason why you can't. And so therefore, I would be very hesitant to use the contradiction principle because I don't believe that you can argue they're contradictory. It's, it, in my view, that is a really bad uh, claim because they're not contradictory. They're just, one person has different eyesight or one person has different ability to see. And if you have so many people who saw the moon, I think that should be considered sufficient. But anyway, lots of people have different views on that, but that's an implementation of a ruling, okay? Oh, this is also something that's really important to note. The, the role of the maraja is to give the ruling. Okay, they give the rule. This is how it works. It is up to the 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 the, the populace and community leaders or whoever it might be to under to implement it, right? Um, and and that's on on us to do. And the ruling is clear, and we have to decide: is there a contradiction here or not? I'm saying that we all have the right to say this is not contradictory. Clearly, okay, if that if that's our view. So on that whole. Um, is it possible to have seen it's all based on this Tawan Shahida Minkum or Shahar? Okay, the Shahida is, is whoever is able to, Shahida means to witness or to see or to, to be, to bear witness of something, right? Ashadwan la ilaha illallah, you know, bearing witness. That's what Shahida, Shahida Minkum or Shahar, whoever from amongst you is able to witness the new month. So, so that's where it all comes from. That's why you have these four different, different views in terms of. Um, um, birth of the moon, not really seen very much within the Shia Madhab. Sightability, which is there amongst um, um, some scholars. Some people even say Ayatollah Khoury had a similar view there. Um, but again, the, the question really is, do you get confidence in it? The level below, which is um, uh, seen with an optical, which is Ayatollah Khamenei's view. And then the, the most common view and the one which is held by Ayatollah Sanei, which is um, seen with the naked eye, seen directly um, uh, to people, witnesses, etc. Uh, all of these, um, yeah, and so, so that's the summary, if you like. Yeah. That summarized. yeah, and I guess just just before we move on to where you need to sight the moon, um, like just 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 to summarize again what you were saying, you know, but but the four main methods, the birth of a crescent, like you mentioned, it's not really, I guess, it's not really relevant to to, to the general Shia population, considering no mainstream Shia scholar uses that method. Um, but the the mere possibility to sight, that's a method used by the late Sayyid Fadlullah, also um, Sayyid Kamal Haidari uses that method. I understand. Um, the sighting of an optical, using an optical aid with a telescope, that's uh, say the Khamenei's method. And I guess the, the one that would be most relevant to our listeners is the fourth method of sighting with the naked eye, um, which is say Sistani, Sheikh Nasir Makarim Shinazi as well. Um, and obviously, like, like we mentioned, the, the more you go down the list, the harder you can say it is to sight the moon at a specific time. And I suppose before we move on to the Joint Horizons um, discussion, that's why the followers of Sayyid Sistani always find that their Eid and their Ramadan tends to be a day later. Isn't that right? Well, so partially, but actually that's not, the, I think the main reason is actually that second, the second discussion about local versus um, okay. um, global. I think like in, in reality, um, even if the moon is not seen, so Ayatollah Sistani's view is, 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 not, is not necessarily um, that clear cut in, in the sense that if the moon is not possible to be seen because of cloud cover, for example, in an area, 
but it is possible to be seen somewhere else, which, which, uh, where it, uh, it is seen somewhere else, you know, so cloud, cloud cover comes in the way and therefore you can't see it. That doesn't stop the moon, the, the, the next day being considered to be uh, uh, the first of the month. So actually, you know, it's, it's a bit more, it's not straightforward that, you know, it's always going to be later on that basis. Really, the reason why it's later, almost always, is because of the second area, because he requires it to be basically, I mean, it's not necessarily, but a local sighting versus a, a anywhere it shares the night. That's the real reason why you're normally a day later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and okay, that, that, that's very useful to know. Um, considering, I, th- I guess a lot, a lot of a lot of our listeners will be uh, followers of Sayyid Sistani, so that, that, that's obviously useful information. Mm-hmm. I mean. yes. um, moving on to, to to the joint horizons method. So you alluded to this, right? So you alluded to the fact that Sayyid Sistani's methodology is we are overly simplifying it, but Sayyid Sistani's methodology is you need to, if you live in London, you need to sight the moon in London or around about London. Simplifying it. Um, Whereas uh, Sayyid Khoi, for example, who also um, said you need to see the moon with the naked eye. So same, same number four that we had with Sayyid Sistani, but his, his, his ruling was, no, it doesn't have to be. If you live in London, you need to cite it in London. If you live in London, you can cite it in North America, somewhere in San Diego, which was cited this year because of that, that joint horizons methodology right. as well. So there's a term called Wahdatul Ufuq, okay? So the unity of horizons. And, and that, that's the key idea. And, and, and his, his main, the main concept behind all of this is that, um, it, and this is where it becomes really difficult, because at the time of the Prophet and the Imams, they would not have that ability to do this, right? But, uh, they didn't do this. They didn't, um, you know, they, whilst m- maybe one might argue, you know, with Vilayat Akvinia, they, they may have known that the moon was sightable elsewhere, potentially, okay, the different views on, on the, the scope of Vilayat Akvinia and all that kind of stuff, but, and, and the, the scope of their knowledge. But putting that aside for a moment, they, at their time, they relied on actual ability to see yeah. the moon. And they wouldn't have been able to know that in South America it was seen. Whether that they might have known that because of their or whatever, uh, it, it, put that aside. Um, in practice, they never used that. Yeah. And so the question comes, and this is one that, 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 that people ask, well, does that mean that the Imam and the Prophet, if you follow Ayatollah Khuiz, do you, will, would the Imams and the Prophet have done Eid on the wrong day, mm. a, a, a day later? And if they did Eid a day later, then it truly would have been, if they followed the, 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 the unity of horizons view, would that have mean that they fasted on a day that is actually Eid, which is haram? Could, an, could have the Prophet or the Maksum ever do such a thing? The idea is, of course, of course he would never, they would never be able to do something which is, which is, which is haram, of course. So, so that is an argument that some people use. Now, I think that argument is, is refuted by those saying, no, because in a situation where you don't have the ability to do something, you can't be held accountable to it. So, yeah. so that, that, that clearly is not. So that would be the counter argument. But these are the types of discussions that happen and have been written down in the, in the Istidlal works about why some of these things could be possible and not. Now, the question about um, one, um, whether you can actually use that, 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 there's some hadith about what happened in certain times at the, at the time of the imams and in terms of when you were able to hear about it from another place and you could, could you rely on it? Um, and then, but Ayatollah Khoi's end ruling is always this idea of wahdatul okay? So let, let's just simplify it all, the idea of a shared horizon. And this is very simple. If your Maghrib, Maghrib and Fajr time is the key, key criteria. Yeah. So w- w- when we're in London, you look at our Fajr time, 
And again, that's complicated in and of itself because all of us have different fajr times. But let's say you take a fajr time that, that we have in the calendar. Yeah. You then look at what time Maghrib is in San Diego, for example. And you'll notice the San Diego, um, their, their Maghrib time is, is a whole hour. There's an hour gap where you share the night. So yeah. their, their Maghrib time is an hour before our Fajr time actually hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, So we have an hour of time when we share the night. Yeah. That's sufficient for Ayat al And that would, would mean that we are um, we share the night with them. Now, yeah. that's different to um, some others like Ayat al-Wahid Khurasani, who says that you have to share ha- at least half the night. And we don't share at least half the night with San Diego, for example. And that's, you know, that's the key thing. And the key, what you'll notice, because it's the way that these curves work, um, depending on whether it's summer or winter, but um, uh, North America, uh, especially uh, the West Coast and, um, and Brazil and South America are very common areas where they will see the moon yep. and we share the night with them. That yep. is a very common thing. And, and what I would say is that it is really important for us to make sure we have contacts there. If, yep. if you rely on this ruling of Ayatollah, if you believe that you can share the night and that's sufficient, then really it's important to, to, to not just let that go and say, okay, fine. It's then to make sure you have contacts in these places so you can feel comfortable that the sightings happen and you can inform your community about yeah. that. What yeah. you don't want to happen, and this is unfortunately what's happened sometimes, and, and we've seen this, is people don't know someone there. So the, so the fact that the moon is sighted and some people have contacts there and then rely on it doesn't matter to us because we don't bother finding it. And I, and I find that really... Um, if for those who follow Ayat al-Akhuri and for those who believe that's the right view, I think that's a really lackluster approach and not something that is the right thing to do. If you believe in this, if you believe that you can share the night with someone, then find out. Yeah. We know we've got this, we've got these, these curves, these calculations. We know it's going to be citable there. So if, if you think it needs to actually be seen with the naked eye, then go, then make sure you, you talk to the scholars. For them. There's no lack of scholars there. We have a lot of scholars from, from, from the Middle East who have gone there, um, a lot of small communities there who go out and look for the moon. Yeah. And we have things like newsighting.com, which, which collate it, but you can talk to the scholars directly. They put out the, they're, they're so, unfortunately, you know, they, they get called up all the time um, during the, and, and, and uh, I hold my hand up to it. I don't speak to these scholars throughout the whole year until Ramadan and, and Shawal come and, 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 and literally, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on their door at, at 11 p.m. or 2 p.m. depending on, 2 a.m., sorry, depending on uh, when it is, messaging them and asking them, and, 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 have you seen the moon? Have people gone out? When are we going to find out? And then relaying that to the community. And, and I think that that's really important for something, you know, for our communities to, to, to do and not to just lay back and, and wait and, and not re- then rely on the sightings because we, we just don't know them. That's not a really good excuse for me. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. It's, it's the job of the 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 much the, the, the major the, the faqih to, to tell us the rules, but it's then your job as the follower to, to implement it. If if you believe that you know this joint horizon method is 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 correct, you you need to well not necessarily go to America every Ramadan, but um, find someone no in America. There. there are lots and lots of people who are there who go out and sight the moon. There are groups of them. Note here are five groups to do it. Talk to them. Make sure you're in touch with them. It's not difficult. We have WhatsApp. I mean, it, you, you can you can ask somebody and literally just message them, and that's all you have to do. I mean, okay, in South America, they, the the scholars who we know, you know, the, the, they mainly speak Arabic, but we we know people in our community who speak Arabic. You know, you can just contact them, ask them, and they'll send you a short message because they they have the exact same message copied and pasted because they send it to everyone, and they have they'll normally record it. And you know, this is very standard stuff. So inshallah, you know, something that we can think about. 
Yeah, definitely. And and this this um, Joint Horizons method. Are there any other sort of main proponents of this idea in 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 our sort of the, the recent Shia scholarship? In so in Shia, so um, Ayatollah Khoury obviously was there, and uh, like Ayatollah Fadlullah was there, and Ayatollah Sayyid Kamal Haidri as well, and also um, I believe Ayatollah Wahid Khurasani. Um, mm. uh, other than that, the majority of scholars, uh, there probably are other scholars of, of of note who are there, but from from the big ones that I'm aware of, most of the others have a, a view of, of which is similar to an idea of local cycling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. No, and I, I guess just just to, to summarize then. So so obviously, like we mentioned, if if you follow this idea of you can cite with the joint horizons, it it is more likely e- easier, however you want to say it, to cite the moon on a specific day. Whereas if if you can only cite it in your location, especially if we live in London rather than the US. Or someone who lives in Australia or, or, or whatever, yeah. it becomes harder to sight the moon, and exactly and right. like you mentioned, that's that's why, like as you mentioned, um, you corrected me. That's why the followers of Sayyid Sistani find that Eid and Ramadan are, tend to be a day later than the followers of, say, other Mujtahidin. Yeah, I mean, is is it worth quickly showing on the screen um, um, how how that will happen for this Eid? Is that useful? Yes, yeah, sure, yes, sure. Um, um, so can you let me share the screen? I don't have the Sorry, I should have asked this earlier. Had an idea. Perfect. So, if you look at um, my screen, which I think you should be able to see now, mm-hmm. is that right? Can you see my yeah. screen? Yes. Perfect. So, on on Wednesday night, okay, this is what the the moon sighting will look like now, um, which will mean. Uh, if you if you believe that the moon is sighted, then Thursday will be Eid. Now, for those who started on Tuesday, um, it'll have to be Thursday because it's thirty days. Yeah. So let's not let's not worry about that. I, I know that the majority of people started on Wednesday, so let's focus on that. Now they started on Wednesday. The question is, will Eid be on Thursday or Friday? Mm-hmm. Now it will be on Thursday if you believe the moon. If if this is sufficient for you, so let's let. What does that mean? Yeah. So if you're a, if you're a follower of Aitala Sistani, that means the moon is sighted. In your area, or in anywhere, or, or, or actually anywhere in your curve, but in your area. Okay. Now you can see the the calculations of this as they stand right now. Maybe in Cornwall, it might be possible to see it with the naked eye, but you need an optical aid to, to find it. But really, in the UK, it's visible visible with the optical aid only. Yep. Okay. So right, yeah. there may be a difference between Aitla Khamenei and Aitla Sistani follows this year. Okay. Um, uh, in, in terms of Thursday, so it looks like I, without any, you know, any any further information, uh, you'd assume that Ayatollah Khamenei's uh, followers will probably do Eid on Thursday, and Ayatollah Sistani's will probably do Eid on, um, uh, sorry, uh, uh, on Friday. Yeah. So now the question is, what about Ayatollah Khoury followers? So Ayatollah Khoury followers, they will rely on if the moon is actually sighted. Okay. Now again, it's probably going to be sighted all of these places, all these grey, blue, and green, and de- you know, in these blue areas. If there's good conditions and no cloud, it will definitely be seen. Yeah. So, the, and we know people in in Brazil and in, in in these places. So, and we know people in the whole of the US, especially the West Coast. So it looks, and they all share the night with us. So it looks highly likely that Ayatollah Khoury follows again. We'll do Thursday as Eid. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you wait the next day, as you can see, everywhere can see the moon, and that's why um, uh, whatever happens Friday will have to be inshallah um, Eid for even for those who don't see it. So that's if you like a very summary. Of where yeah. we are. Does, does that make sense? Yes. No. 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 That, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Thank you. Um, okay. And I guess we just encourage. I mean, 
for anyone more interested, do just check out moonsighting.com. It's, it's, it's there for us to see, isn't it? I mean, that's the, you know, we spoke about that method too uh, a few minutes ago, you know, the possibility of a site. That's, that, that's exactly. what is used, right? This chart is what determines that possibility of a site. Exactly. Let me show, like, what's really important here is, and then let's just use it for, for what happened at the beginning of the month, is that they don't just have these sightings, uh, the, the sightability cards. They also, as I, could, as I said before, like in Afghanistan, they have a, a moon sighting member. They didn't see the moon. Australia, it wasn't seen. All these places, it wasn't seen in those days. And it was seen in those days. And, and literally, they have, look how many dozens of people who yeah. go out and see the moon. Look at it. And then in America, they had literally... 11 people, you know, three people who saw it because they were in, in the West Coast and these other people were in, 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 in New York and stuff. So obviously they didn't see it because they shouldn't. And then, and then the next day, how many people see it? And they look at then at each country to say when, if there was a, a, a ruling in that country, how it was made. So, it, you know, they do this every single month. So you have all the ability to look at it and to, to, to get some confidence if you need that confidence. Yeah. No, thank you, Mikhail. That, that, that's really helpful. For summary and i i think our our listeners and viewers will, will benefit greatly i mean you know we spoke about obviously we spoke about all these methods and we do need to sort of just caveat to say that you know not one method is necessarily better than another um obviously all, all the maraja have their own well-researched extremely well-researched we should say opinions um just, just because they, they differ doesn't mean one is wrong one is right you know they 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 have tried their best to come up with with a method which, which and which they are happy with and they're happy for us to follow so um it, it's a case of you know following following your marja what what he tells you and maybe on the chance you maybe disagree maybe you, you think another method makes sense research that a bit more and, and and see where that gets you i guess i guess that's where we can end it um and, and obviously if you're if you're a muqallid of someone and you, and you feel you have to follow that person you follow that person you know that's that that's the the, the idea of being a muqallid and i i i think that that you know what your your final point is really 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 important to know you know we should be very very conscious of of those who 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 get upset with differences of opinion differences of opinion are part and parcel of fiqh that's what happens in fiqh right and scholars come up with different conclusions Uh, these are scholars of the people who've been learning for 30 40 years who come up with these ideas that that they're not coming from nowhere and and you know people like us can can understand and uh, see where they come from and and sometimes they'll explain their rationale from the hadith so we can relay that to people these are the scholars who come up with these really 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 well researched opinions and and uh, you know um we have to be conscious and careful of, of you know to uh, you can have a view on, on different scholars' opinions, I guess. You know, anyone can have a view on different things, but be careful of what, what that means and how you, you relay and, and, and talk about other scholars in that way. Yeah. Thank you very much, Victor. That's, re- that's really helpful. Um, and we hope, uh, you know, our, our listeners and, and viewers will definitely benefit from this as we as we lead up to, to Eid. Um, so thank you very much, Victor. Uh, and thank you to all our, our listeners and, and viewers. This has been another episode of The Breakdown by Al-Hadi Youth. Um, please do let us know. Um, if you'd like to hear more from Mithad, any other topics or any other guests uh, and speakers you, you have in mind. Otherwise, uh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.